0: Hi love and welcome to Unfuck your life the show for ambitious females who want more in their careers, relationships and lifestyle, and who aren't afraid to claim it. My name is Laura Hurd, and I'm your go-to mentor for all things self-mastery, self-healing, advanced manifestation and creating your ultimate dream life. I'm a mindset expert, master success coach, leadership mentor and the living crew that anything your heart desires is possible for you. I'm absolutely obsessed with helping powerful women just like you to manifest and co-create anything they desire in their lives. So if you're ready to massively up-level your being your confidence, your connections, productivity, and success, then keep on listening. This podcast is your weekly dose of self-growth and mindset mastery to help you step into your fullest potential. I'm here to provide you with the insights, the tools, strategies, and guidance you need to become the most aligned, powerful version of yourself. So if you're committed to create success and fulfillment on your own terms, then let's get started. And make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a beat.
1: Hello loves and welcome back to another episode on Unfuck Your Life, the show for ambitious women who are ready to calibrate to their next level. I'm your host, Laura Hurdy, and today we're diving into the manifestation secret you need to know about if you desire to wake up to that reality you've been creating on your vision board all along for all these years. And I will also explain the link between men, money, healing, your standards, attraction, receivership, and feminine energy. And also on top of that, I decided to... I'll also, bring some vulnerable shares into this episode, and share a bit about my journey when it comes to all of these: men, money, healing, attraction, right, and how I realized that it's all interconnected, and how you can start to actually utilize that connection between all of these to your advantage to get even more of what you want out of life. And so, before we get into the actual episode. Just a little reminder to click that bell icon um, if you're listening on Spotify, at least, so that you always get notified when a new episode goes live. And obviously, subscribe when you're listening on, um, on Apple Podcasts. Um, there's also on Spotify, I believe, a plus icon so that the episodes always get downloaded. And you can listen later if you don't have time to listen all the way through to this episode in one go. So this is like a little hack that I just discovered for myself recently whilst listening to other podcasts. And I was like, wait a sec, this is great. (laughs) Why haven't I done this earlier? So a little reminder to do just that. And also what I recently learned, and I'm still learning, you guys, like I'm still fairly new to the podcast game. Um there is A Q&A section at the bottom where you can literally leave any questions or even comments on the episode and i'll always be sure to respond to them at the beginning of the next episode i think this is like a fun little way to really just like keep building this community to leave your questions and i'll do like a mini little q a if there is any new questions um at the beginning of the new episode anyways with that, let's uncover my top manifestation secret that has allowed me to manifest a million dollars in my business, which still is a little bit mind-blowing to me. I just recently um, recognized that I've hit the um, 1 million mark and I was like, ooh, oh my gosh, this is huge. Um, it also allowed me to manifest my soulmate human that I now get to do life with, which is so much fun. And it truly, truly feels like it's just all just fell into place in the past three or so years. Um, We also adopted two dogs last year that are honestly more like our children. Like they're so... (laughs) human-like all my girlfriends always keep saying like these dogs are actual humans like they're not dogs (laughs) they have so much personality um we also bought a dreamy home last year that is located in bali's rice fields and everyone who comes here is always like wow like this view is rad like you barely find that anywhere in bali especially in this area here that is quite busy and it is close to everything we still have that nature aspect which is so so nice Um, But also in the past, I want to say 18 or so months, it's been soul-sister friendships where I truly, truly feel so seen, so valued, so supported. And so this is like still fairly new to me to like have manifested that level of depth in like female friendships because I totally had a sisterhood wound for my entire life. Um, And having that now feels extra special, I would say. Now that I'm like realizing that the kind of friendships I had before weren't always like mutual and supportive and genuine and real, right? Um, as well as this optimal state of health that I do feel my bodies, and now that I've healed my channels and my skin is clear, which. I couldn't say that about my skin in 2021 when um, I was scaling my business really, really fast, but not really sustainably, made a lot of mistakes um, that I actually shared in one of my latest episodes. I think it was episode 37 where I shared about my biggest mistakes that I made while scaling um, to where my business is now now obviously looking backwards i'm like okay that that would have been another way that would have been a bit more skin friendly because i definitely had a lot of breakouts and stuff like that um now my ankle is still healing if you're following along on my instagram you know that i broke my ankle around two weeks ago when this episode is coming out it's actually been over two weeks um but damn it's healing well i am so grateful um a little sneak peek i went to a healer um on sunday when you're listening to this episode it's been just over a week um that i went to a healer and i don't know what kind of magic shit she did but like it was so good it was really painful in the moment i'm not gonna lie um but i feel like my ankle is like recovering really fast um considering it's been like fully broken <laughs> so anyways definitely considering my body in a really healthy place. Um, obviously acknowledging the level of flexibility i have in my schedule the time freedom i have and so 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 much more so if you're like fuck yes all of this and more i'm available i'm ready i want this then let's dive into well at least one of my top manifestation secrets there is a bunch that i'm sharing inside of my manifestation master class which is actually available in my shop um for i think 47 dollars or something which is not enough for what the value is um, of that class but it's just like a fun little way for me to get back to you guys so you can check that out at my webshop um, i can leave the link in the show notes um, but there is a bunch of manifestation secrets that I'm actually teaching in-depth to my clients in my signature program for everyone itself. That is obviously now a self-paced course, uh, heavily focused on mindset, manifestation, and lifestyle design and confidence. Um, so if you're interested in that, then just know that there are some really, really juicy bundles coming for Black Friday, where that is also included. And the hype about this program is real for a reason. Um, but in there I'm, I'm essentially teaching how to apply all of my manifestation secrets that I've just uncovered for myself and gathered um, from other sources in the past couple of years. Like, And when I say past couple of years, I mean like 10 years <laughs> that I've been doing this. Anyways, so one of my top manifestation secrets that I want to share with you babes today is the practice of energetic alignment and attachment. And both of those together are really 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 powerful and they're both more like on the feminine side of manifestation there is a masculine side of manifestation too which i'm also teaching but like today we want to focus on this because unlocking your magnetic feminine energy really 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 helps you to manifest so much faster a lot of people get one of the two right they're either in the feminine or they're in the masculine which both is like one aspect and one step and one part of manifestation but it's not all that there is to it and it's all not all that is required to master manifestation but when you start to and when you really learn to unlock your magnetic feminine energy things really start to Flow and come to you. And this really requires surrender and cultivating internal safety. You can't surrender and let loose and trust when you don't feel internally safe, when you don't feel connected to yourself, when you don't feel like you got your own back, when you don't trust in yourself, in life, the universe, a higher power, whatever it is for you, right? So, unlocking your feminine energy means surrendering means cultivating that internal safety, means practicing detachment. means being energetically so aligned with yourself, your truth, this higher frequency that you get to vibrate on when you are actually your fullest expression of yourself, when you stop playing small, when you stop settling, right? So a couple of things you got to do for this, just like scratch the surface at least here, is to cultivate a strong sense of self-belief. And again, trust in yourself and life and the divine, whatever it is for you, practice feeling safety in your body. When your body is not feeling safe, you're blocking your manifestations to come through. When you're feeling anxious, full of doubt, at unease, thinking about the past, ruminating about the past, worrying about the future, like then you're not feeling certain and safe and grounded in the present moment, right? We want to feel grounded. We want to feel centered. We want to feel rooted in ourselves. Because then only then we can feel rooted in our life, and only then we can attract and receive our manifestations. So another thing is focusing on all the abundance that you have already created and attracted in your life that you're holding right now. The abundance that you're holding. I sometimes myself forget that. That when I'm looking around and I'm having a little bit of an emotional moment, I'm like, "Fuck, pinch me, please." Pinch me, please, because what I have right now is what I used to pray for. And we don't really have those moments that often when we go through the motions of our day to day lives. But when we do stop and we do become more conscious of it, we're like, holy fuck. Like, whether it's you are already with your dream partner or you're dating this amazing guy, or you're living in that place, or in that house or apartment that you've been wishing for, you have that job, you have that business, or that level of health, or amazing friendships, like you have abundance in your life, trust me, it doesn't always have to be in financial form. And even like financially, I felt abundant back when I didn't even make a fifth of what I'm making now, I, I still felt abundant, I felt abundant because it was more than enough for me because I was so good at managing money. Um, like it wasn't hard for me to, to still live a beautiful life with what I had. And so there's also like a whole art to money management, which I'm teaching in more depth inside of um, Thrive on Life, my four-week mini, um, mini mind, and then also obviously my Mastermind, mind, the family leader. Uh, but just know that there's always abundance around you. And um, you get to cultivate more of it, but you also get to see what you already have. Um, So the secret here really is being in a state of internal overflow with your energy, with your happiness, your contentment, your gratitude, right? Practicing gratitude even for all the things that are not there yet that are coming to you, they're a done deal, right? I, I regularly look at All the things that I technically don't physically have in my life yet, where I'm like, I know it's coming. Like, I literally have zero doubt that those things are on on their way to me. And I'm not in a rush. I used to be in such a rush. But when you're not in a rush to have what you desire because you're so okay with where you're at. Again, you're not settling. You're just practicing contentment. There's a huge difference between settling for something that really isn't aligned, that really isn't matching your standards, that really isn't for you, and just being content with what you got that is already really, really good. That is something that you once prayed for, right? So, again, practicing gratitude for all the things that are on their way to you. They're a done deal, And then also showing up as your next level self, I think this is the hardest part for a lot of people is the identity part. You are choosing, you are claiming, you are embodying your new identity. You are no longer that person you were yesterday or a week ago or a month ago, and especially not a year ago, right? And for a lot of us like, well, yeah, okay, I'm not the person I used to be a year ago, but I'm still the same person that I used to be a week ago. That is also not true. You've learned since then. You've grown since then. You've healed since then. You have reflected since then. You're not the same person. You had new experiences. You had new realizations. At least if you're practicing self-reflection on a regular basis, which I do recommend, and which is why I'm giving all of my clients like all these amazing worksheets and resources. Like This is essential. Honestly, I think self-reflection for me personally is a superpower I have that I love to pass on to my clients with certain prompts. And also like expansive voice memos, because I truly believe that this is a great skill to have if you want to get ahead in life, right? Like it's a great skill to have. So stretch yourself, expand yourself more and more. This also means doing things you're really fucking scared of that you absolutely don't want to be doing, even though, you know, deep, deep down that this is the secret to getting where you want to be. Like you got to do new things to get to new places. And there's oftentimes lots of resistance. Even this morning, I felt, you guys, I felt energetically off. I felt energetically off. Okay. There's been lots happening in the past two weeks, a lot to process, a lot for me to just digest and really integrate. For me, like, it's not just about like, okay, I'm acknowledging that this happened, but also how can I integrate this moving forward? For me, that is the biggest part. And this is where most people struggle because integration is the hardest part. Realizing something or um, learning something, reading something, that's not hard. Everyone can do that. Then the next step is self-reflection, which is already a little bit harder because you have to be radically honest with yourself. And then the third step is integration, which is the hardest because you're changing things up. You're doing new things. You're becoming a new version of yourself. So anyways, I was feeling resistance to recording this podcast episode and I I watched myself procrastinating by, well, it wasn't really procrastinating because it was still needed. What I did was needed. Like I was learning some stuff. I watched a video from one of my mentors and I... I messaged my current mentor, my current private mentor, like a couple of realizations and how I want to move forward and like things I realized for myself and create a little bit of an an action plan. Like that was all great, but it was not what I wanted to do, which was recording those podcast episodes. So I gave myself the time to do those other things because I knew they would help me to get energetically more aligned to then be able to record this podcast and be in my And my teacher identity, which I love to be in, but I'm not in it all the time, obviously, right? It's an identity I choose for this purpose of teaching. Um, And so sometimes we have to do things that are uncomfortable because it's just part of who we are. I'm a fucking podcaster. I'm a CEO, like I'm owning this, I'm loving this. So why would I make excuses all day long, right? Tomorrow is Saturday. I'm not gonna record it tomorrow, so I'm gonna record it today, right? Sometimes we have to do the hard things. And so ask yourself how would my next level self move? What would she choose here? What would she do? And so when I asked myself that question, I was like, she would sit down, get realigned, which I did, and then she would fucking hit record. Right? Like this is important. This is really, really important stuff that a lot of people are making excuses for. But aren't you eventually fed up making excuses? Don't you just want to finally go for it? Whatever it is, make that move, leave that relationship, start this new relationship, um, start this new job, apply for something, like change your diet, get your body moving, hire that mentor, like whatever it is, start saving, like whatever it is for you, whatever it is for you that you know is that next step that feels a little bit uncomfortable, that feels a little bit like a stretch in order to get to where you want to be in life, right? And so this really means, and this is like the hardest part, it's mastering your mindset, your emotions, not just your mindset, your thoughts, your beliefs, all of that, but your emotions, how's your body responding to this, mastering that, mastering your body, not just your chattering mind, your ego, it's also your body, right? They're deeply interconnected. They're always communicating. And then also your routines and your habits. Honestly, guys, I have found, and this is interesting, and this is probably personal, it's probably not the same for everyone, but I found the most interesting link between me getting up early versus me sleeping. And it depends on the day. Like sometimes my body really just needs those extra hours of sleep. That's fine, like during my period. But like on a normal day where not on my period, feeling generally really good, and I'm sleeping too long, I feel off. The day is not as good as it, good as it could be, um as if i were to wake up earlier because i technically could because i didn't go to sleep late like for me mastering my routines is huge it's when i'm thriving i'm thriving off of my routines i'm still going with the flow i'm still leaving some wiggle room to you know like do some self-nurture or like float around um but not too much so like this is really where you're finding your sweet spot And um, whenever I am nailing this, which is most of the time, it's like amazing. And so when I'm not, obviously I have a reset routine that gets me into like, it's like, it's almost like I'm restarting my day. Now it's like quarter past 2 p.m. And now I'm restarting my day by recording this episode, right? I wanted to get up at 6.30 this morning and get it done by, I don't know, 9 a.m. After my morning routine, didn't do that. But now I'm restarting my day. Like you have to have those things in place that help you keep, like build momentum again when you kind of lost it for a sec or a couple of hours or even a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks. You have to have that ability to build back up the momentum, right? For whatever it is for you. And so... To leave you off with like the whole manifestation piece of this episode at least, be fine either way. No matter if the manifestation is coming through right away or not, be fine either way. This has honestly been one of the number one reasons why I manifested all of this magic into my life in the past three to five years has been because I always was and always will be in the mindset of I'm fine either way, whether I have this thing or not. I will be fine either way because I'm so at peace within. And this is also a skill to cultivate. Like this just, it doesn't come to you by accident. It's not something that, oh, some people are born with it. Some people aren't. Like it really is something you cultivate. I had to cultivate that because I used to be depressed. You babes know. Like for me, I wasn't like happy with it myself before. Like it, it's definitely not been the, play, the case. And so I was in a place where it was really dark and I had to get myself out of it. And I continuously work on being in a really good place. That is work that I'm putting in to reap the rewards, right? And so if you are ever finding yourself making excuses like, oh, it's easy for her to say, just know it's not easy for anyone, right? It's not easy for anyone. Anyone faces obstacles and challenges on almost a daily basis, I want to say. Smaller and bigger ones, obviously. Um but it really is, and the magic lies in being able to navigate. And that is self-leadership. That is feminine leadership, because you're not bypassing your shit, but you're also not letting yourself down, right? You're not letting yourself circle. And this ability and the skill is also what we're teaching inside of the Femme leader Mastermind, because as a leader, there will be seasons in your business, um, or in your career, or even in your relationship, there, there's going to be seasons there's going to be seasons where it's very easy and smooth and like things move forward and everything's very effortless and then there will be seasons where there's like a little less momentum there's a little less ease there is some stuckness there is obstacles and like things feel more hard than usual and you got to be able to move through that successfully to come out on the other side and so Again, coming back to manifestation, be fine either way, whether your desires come to you immediately or not, maybe it takes a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months, maybe a couple of years, and that is fine too. So focus on what you can control, which again, is your mindset, your thoughts, your beliefs, your emotions, your actions, your decisions, your habits, your routines, what you're investing your money into, what you're who you're surrounding yourself with, Right. And leave the rest up to faith and trust. Really, really cultivate that trust. Again, that comes with a relaxed nervous system and inner safety. Um, move intentionally. Always be intentional with what you're doing. Plant the seeds, water them, but then let them grow. Let the sun do its thing and let them grow. You plant them, you water them by being consistent, but you're not forcing them to grow. That is what the universe does. And again, your vibration, your energy, right? Now, we want to dive into the link between man, money, healing, attraction, receivership, um, some of my vulnerable nuggets, and then also how that all ties back into healing work, manifestation, feminine leadership, and so on. Um, and there's obviously something like some of those I've taught in my most recent masterclass, which is called The Art of Attraction which i loved hosting that it was a lot of work to put it together i'm not gonna lie like it was so worth it for me though because the girls who did show up live really really loved it i think there is a bunch of you who are catching the replay at the moment um just know be quick because i'm not sure yet when i'll be taking it down and the link for it is in the show notes as always um and now let's, let's let's talk about men first and we talked a little bit about that inside of this free training too um but there's more to this so with men a lot of us want to attract a high quality man into our lives. Whether you're in a relationship and you're not fully happy, or you feel like your partner is a good one, but there's something's missing, or whether you're single and not really looking for someone, but secretly you are hoping to eventually meet your soulmate, or you are like single and actively dating, but you feel like, where are all the good men? <laughs> where are all the good men and they're healthy, masculine that are treating me like a queen, even beyond the first couple of dates? Right. Like for me, it's been um three years with my partner now. Last year on, uh, sorry, last year, last week on, um, on Wednesday, it was Wednesday, the 11th of October. Um, we celebrated three years together. And that was really fucking special because if you would have told me three and a half years ago that I would be with someone, my first ever relationship because I never had a relationship before him. Um, hashtag high standards, but also hashtag hyper independence and emotional trauma, um, and father wounds and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, so I would have been like, no fucking way. That is, that is a long time for first relationship. And, um, I'm really proud of it because we were, I don't want to say we were total babies because we were not total babies. We were both 24 when we met, um, But we've come a long way and I really, really feel like a reason to that has been our commitment and devotion to the relationship and each other, but also and especially communication and uh, doing the work on ourselves, but also together as a couple. And so in order to attract high quality men, you need to embody a high quality woman, right? Like we can't be like, oh, I want this guy that is like doing this and this and this. Are you a high quality woman? Are you treating men like the king they are right it really depends obviously if they if, if there's someone who's toxic you don't you shouldn't be treating them like a king but like if there is a good one you see at least potential <clears throat> are you embodying a high quality woman are there qualities within you that are maybe like poor quality because you are still carrying trauma you are still i don't know um having your wounds that are like massively holding you back or communication um issues where you feel like you can't really communicate properly which i'm not even blaming you because honestly i had communication issues for most of my life when it came to men like i I couldn't even be emotionally neutral when talking to men and so Being a high quality woman means obviously having healed your shit, but it also means, sorry guys, it also means having high standards, having strong boundaries, and communicating those, embodying your worth, owning your worthiness, seeing the good in you, and seeing what you deserve. And I'll have a whole episode actually up on embodying queen energy. My team will link it in the show notes as well. Cause that's been like one of my most popular ones actually, which I love, that you guys love that. Um, but it really means acting like the woman that the men you want to call in would desire to date. That makes sense. Right? So you get to be ambitious yet soft. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean you have to be like super like, Oh, like I'll just let him take care of me. Like I have to be super feminine. Well, yes. And you still got to be ambitious. You don't have to sacrifice your desire for success and your ambitions and your big goals and dreams. You get to be driven yet nourishing for your man. You get to be strong in who you are, yet surrendered and able to take the masculine shield off and let your guards down, right? Like both can coexist. And for me, it, was, it used to be, one or the other. It used to be either I have my guard up and I'm strong and I'm hyper independent and I'm ambitious and I'm driven or I'm like this mushy fluffy woman that is like super surrendered and nourishing and nurturing and caring loving and soft like no you gotta be both. I love being both. One of the things my partner keeps saying to me is I love how ambitious you are and how consistent you are and how driven you are and how strong you are and yet like, you let me hold you, you let me take care of you, you let me hold space for you, right, and, like, that is beautiful, that is absolutely beautiful, and you got to have that, um, right, you also got to heal certain beliefs around men, not just about you or the world as a whole, but especially around men. For me, it used to be different ones, like, all good men are taken already, right, like, 're all they're all in a relationship already. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true. Um, there are no men who are masculine and emotionally attuned. Like we want someone who leads. We want someone who plans dates. but still we want someone who also is self-reflected and in tune with their emotions and all of that, right? Like it's still nice to have a man who's not just like a macho. like you, st- you we still want someone who's like who can be soft too. Like, I love holding Max. When he has a bad day, the most beautiful thing is, like, wrapping my arms around him and letting him know I got him too. Right? It doesn't just have to be the man being the strong one in the relationship. Or another thing, another example, like, another belief is all men are the same when it comes to this, when it comes to just, like, wanting sex or, um, like, you know, like not wanting to clean or do the household, like that is not true, we never or like not wanting to communicate and talk about things, like that is not true, not all men are equal, not all men are equal, you can't say that, there is women who don't like to talk about emotions, there is women who don't like to do the household, like there there, there is, everything exists, okay, everything exists, so it's never fair to say all men are the same when it comes to x, y, and z, so this is something to look at if you're like literally cock blocking a man to come into your life. Look at your beliefs around men, right? Now let's dig into money. Money is a juicy one. And your relationship with and to money, with and to money, different things, determines how much money you're able to create. And I wish someone would have told me that sooner. Laura, how you feel about money, how you treat money, how you think about money, how you're using your money. Um, that creates a relationship that creates a dynamic that influences how much comes into your bank account. It is just a fact. And so how we think and feel about money oftentimes obviously is determined by how we were raised, our caretakers, right? Like our parents or our social environment, our friends. Um that just has an influence naturally. Um that's, that's for sure. So it's not necessarily our fault when we are very scarce when it comes to money because we were raised that way. But it is our responsibility to change that story, that narrative, and heal our relationship with money. And that is an ongoing journey. I feel like I've really, really healed it. But I still think there's parts where I'm like, mm, like I still get to look at it. I, I, I can't just ignore it, Right. Um, especially when you feel like you've made some larger investments, which has totally been the case for me this year, this year, I had like really, really, really high expenses and that was triggering for a moment. I was like, Oh, wow. I'm feeling nervous. (laughs) I'm feeling nervous. I spent a lot of money this year, not spending in terms of like, just on like fun trips and clothing. I mean, I definitely treated myself to clothing too and to nice trips, but it was more so like the investments I made. The investments I made into myself, my health, my business. And that always feels really good, but obviously it accumulates. And so not saying I'm regretting any of it, because I definitely, definitely don't. Sorry, this is my dog saying hi in the background. Um I almost feel like you guys can hear him in every single episode. It's usually just Kali though, like our boy. It's usually never the girl, know So anyways. Um I think it's just like really, really important to then be so stable when you had like larger expenses and still feel abundant, still feel good about money, even though. Um, the number in your bank account maybe has drastically gone down after a couple of months of really investing into things like when you've moved or when you've invested into a mental or like a health treatment plan or like anything, right? Anything that you really value and that you know was so worth it, but still the number has gone down. How can we create safety around that? That you have the skills to bring that money back in, that you have the skills to manage your money and to save again, right? Um, and so to start off, really ask yourself, what did your parents believe and teach you about money? And I had to let all of that go because I had so much money trauma, you guys. Like my parents usually, primarily, not always, but mostly fought about money. And we didn't even have super little. It wasn't like we were like in an existential crisis, but it was still such a topic. And I have so much compassion for my parents. And I get it because a lot of people are in that reality um but really you get to choose how you feel about money you get to choose you get to redefine your relationship with money right if money was a person how would you feel about it and how would money feel about you right it goes in two ways like a relationship is a two-way street how would money feel about you based on how you're thinking about it speaking about it handling it spending it etc etc and vice versa right And how can you be more abundant, meaning more generous without being irresponsible? Again, I had all these expenses this year and still I've been tipping very well because I love that. It's part of, it's become part of who I am. It it just feels right. It it would feel weird to not do it. Um, And I don't feel irresponsible because of it. I just feel like this is still tipping is a really good investment into my happiness. And it also goes to show that I'm still, even though I had higher expenses than in the last years, I was in a really high frequency and an abundant frequency. And I know that this is the foundation for more money to come around in the upcoming months. I have literally zero doubt, right? And so it really is about cultivating that strong relationship with money. Now let's dive into, and like, again, this is with all of this, like, man, money, and like what I'm diving into now, it's all just scratching the surface, but it is important to raise some awareness around it so you guys can really take what you need from this and integrate it. And obviously, if you want to go deeper, you can, um, jump into one of my containers or like book a one-on-one session, but this really is important to look at, especially as we're approaching, um, the last couple of months of this year, which feels weird to say, but it is, it is the truth. We have two and a half months left. Um... And next year shouldn't go in the same way as this year. Some ways have been like some things have been great this year, and we want to keep keep that up, that momentum, and refine it and make it even better. And in some ways where we feel like we've been lacking or not, you know, unlocking and using into and tapping our fullest potential, we get to do that now. So money and men are part of that. And also does healing. So does healing. So the interesting thing is when you're healing yourself. And I truly mean that when you're healing yourself on such a fundamental level, all the areas of your life where you feel like there's been some misalignment or things have been more sticky and stuck and tough, they are falling into place more naturally. And I see that happening all the time within my life, with my clients' lives. It happens all the freaking time. And so by healing your relationship with men, with money, with a masculine in this case, like men and money are masculine, right? Right. You feel safe being your feminine. And then you will feel safe receiving the masculine. Meaning receiving a healthy man. Receiving more money. It is all interconnected. And it's crazy how that works. And some people will be like, no, that's bullshit. That's spiritual bullshit maybe. <laughs> and it really isn't. It really is just science. It really just makes sense when you think about it. And so... This work, this work requires subconscious programming, like really looking at your belief systems again and really installing new beliefs where needed. Um, also energy work, really like moving stuck energy around your body, releasing it from your body. Um, the energy that came with those all beliefs essentially and deep emotional work, inner child work, like really digging deep and really finding release. Um, And this is obviously stuff I love to do with my clients and like longer sessions, usually anything from 90 minutes upwards, just because it does require a bit of time to like go deep and then from their release and then integrated and then installing new habits and an action plan. Um, And so after you've released the old, whatever that's been for you emotions beliefs etc etc and you made peace with the past and you moved on like truly 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 moved on whether it's from an old relationship or an old job or from those things that have been holding you back like conditioning right you then create wholeness within yourself and that wholeness and that inner alignment and inner groundedness can allow you to call in the new into your life more of what's aligned for you and so, this really is a requirement. If you want to create your dream life or make more money, deepen your relationship, let go of a relationship that no longer serves you, attract the one or cultivate soul sister friendships, whatever it is, whatever it is for you, it's a requirement. It's not something that is nice to have or that you consider like, when you have time for it. Like, this is the, the stuff to invest your time into if you want to collapse time in other life areas, like making more money or attracting your soulmate or creating your dream life this work collapses timelines for you and that's what a lot of people don't realize oh i don't have time for this program i don't have time to look at my own shit i don't have time to sit with my emotions i don't have time to meditate like really (laughs) because that is costing you a lot of time nerves even friendships in the long run and a lot of money too like it literally costs you money to not heal your shit so for me, that was a huge like, eye-opener, and it really helped me to prioritize myself over work um, and also invest my time into my own healing rather than um, you know, like just the things that a lot of people would say it makes sense to invest into. And so um, it's really important to look at your priorities here too. Um, now, attraction and receivership. We want to start with the foundations. And again, I'm diving so much deeper inside of my masterclass, The Art of Attraction, that you can now catch the replay off under the link in, in the show notes. But in order to attract and receive anything you want, anything you want—money, men, love, sisterhood, friendships, optimal state of well-being, the perfect place to live, dream car—like whether it's something more tangible or intangible, it doesn't even matter. You have to be an energetic match to your desires. When you're not matching that frequency of the thing or the person or whatever it is that you want. How are you supposed to have it how is it supposed to meet you where you're at right and so your energy and your vibration is determined by your beliefs what you believe to be true about yourself and the world as a whole but also what you believe to be true about the thing that you want like money or men do you have like limitational um limited thoughts about money or men well then it's really hard to attract more of the good stuff into your life isn't it It is almost impossible. It doesn't make sense. And so look at your daily thoughts, your emotions, your mental, emotional, and physical health, your surroundings. Your energy and vibration is really determined by all of these. Surroundings, meaning your home, the place that you live in, do you feel good in that? Um, Do you feel like it's cluttered? Do you feel like it's your style and also the people in your life that you're hanging out with on a regular basis? And also your job, Whether you're self-employed or working for someone else, how do you feel about the work that you do? Probably between six and 10 hours every day, right? For me, it's finally on the side of like six hours, which I'm really, really grateful for, but I've worked for this. I worked to be able to work less Um, and it's been strategic as well. So ask yourself, how can I vibrate higher daily? What are some small tweaks, small changes I can make? right? What do I believe about myself and the world? What do I believe to be true about life? Is there any limiting beliefs there? And it also comes down to really owning and embodying your inherent worthiness of relaxing and receiving as a woman. Relaxing and receiving. Let that sink in. I feel so worthy now of relaxing. I took the past couple of days off and even this morning, and it was not planned. I felt so worthy of it. I feel so good about it. I don't feel like, oh shit, I should have used that like that time um otherwise, right? Like working or doing something for someone. Like no, I'm totally at peace with it. I love relaxing by the pool at this beautiful hotel that Max took me to. It was great. I would do it again. <laughs> I deserve it, right? There's not an ounce of guilt. But I know for a lot of women, and for myself included, like in the past. I would feel horrible i would be there be like i shouldn't be here right now do i even deserve this like isn't this too you to be true like shouldn't i be, be being productive and efficient right now like all those thoughts running to my through my mind and so you can only attract and receive when you have energetic capacity energetic space for it when you have mental space for it when you have space in your surroundings your environment for it like if you want deeper friendships, you have to let go of old friendships that are cluttering your life that are no longer serving you. If you want a beautiful, healthy relationship, you need to let go of that guy that you're dating right now that is not treating you like a a queen. You need to let go of, you know, that job that is sucking your soul out when there is a job out there that will likely pay you more and make you happier and more fulfilled. It just makes sense, right? You have to let go of overworking in your business. In order to work less and monetize in more clients and more money, again, with a strategy behind it, which we're doing inside of The family Leader, but like really think about it. When you are cluttered, when your life is cluttered, your energy field is cluttered, your body is cluttered with like junk food and stuff, like your energy field isn't pure. There is isn't limitless possibilities, right? Even your daily flow, when you constantly keep yourself busy all day long, there's no space for any manifestations to come through right make space mentally energetically physically for your manifestations to come through to you because you may be blocking them right now right and so this is really important to consider now we want to get into the probably the juiciest part of the episode which is like my own experience with men with money with healing um and so I think I shared about this like in bits and pieces instead of two episodes in the past, which you can check out as well. They're so worth checking out if you haven't already. Um, my first episode where I'm telling my entire life story, um, I can not remember, I got really emotional in that one. Um, and then there's another one that I, um, I think it's, I, I don't know which episode it was, but it says something like my healing journey, what actually got me here, something like that, like where I really dig into what's been required healing wise um to get to where i am now in life and so and those two i think i've mentioned that i've been having an insanely difficult relationship with my dad and men in general because of that for pretty much my entire life um until my early 20s um now in my later 20s if you will i'm turning 28 on the 6th of december so somewhat soonish um, but I al- always, always, always had a difficult relationship to my dad from the very get go when I was still in the womb and I know why, and I'm not going to share why, but I know why I had a really, really difficult relationship. Um, cause something happened. Essentially what happened is something happened that influenced, um, that influenced the relationship between my mother and my father. But then also, because I was in the womb, and as a baby, you are fucking smart. You technically have no idea what's going on, but you have a lot of clue what's going on um, within your mom and her emotions and her, like, what, what she's going through during pregnancy, essentially. And so I picked that up when I was still in the womb, and from the moment I was born my relationship with my father wasn't great. And it was like this for my entire life. I felt unseen. I didn't feel prioritized. I felt unimportant. Um, I felt unwanted by him too. Um, And so, yeah, we were really, really distant. We never really had a deep talk conversation. Knowing what I know now, I wish I was made sure enough back then which i just wasn't because i was still a teenager so gotta be easy on myself but it took a lot of forgiveness work um for me to like really get over it so just before i left um my home country which is germany to go travel and like do my own thing which was an early i think it was in early 2019 i think no actually it was late 2018 i was home over christmas um and i was just about to like get going and like leave Germany because it was cold as Frick during that time of the year um, and I can still remember sitting in our childhood home where he still lived with his then like new partner because my parents broke up uh, when I was a teenager which was good for everyone involved um, but I, I said to him like I was so I can still remember I felt so frustrated and I was really upset about something he said um, and I just I, I can just remember saying to him you'll you'll never see me again then. Like I was just so hurt. I was so deeply like oh, like why can't he see me? Why can't he get me? And like it was really painful in that moment. I was so hurt. And like from that place of hurt, I said that. Obviously I knew like I would come back to Germany eventually. I mean I kinda said it to like hurt him to say, like, hey, you won't see me again. I'm not coming back to Germany. I hate this country anyways. Like, I want to, like, go and live my life, uh, be abroad, and um, do my thing. And, like, essentially, like, I don't need you as a part of my life. Like, really, really hurt, but also obviously childish. And that was the last thing I ever said to him, because when I was in L.A. in March uh, 2019, he passed unexpectedly no one saw it coming, my whole world shattered, um, it was horrible, it was really horrible, and it took a lot of um, forgiveness work for me, I didn't know better at that time, obviously, you would never think that someone is passing, that you just said something really mean to you, right, you would never think about that in that moment, but it is a reality, it is a potential reality, and so this is why now for me, I always need to say goodbye to people on good terms, no matter how mad I am, no matter how upset, like, it, it's just not a, it's not an option to say goodbye, whilst being mean upset, like, for me, can't do it anymore, um, and so, this was horrible, and it definitely, definitely influenced how I felt about, like, losing someone, like, men in particular, and so, Bringing all that together, I then... And also the same was with money. Like, I felt so bad about money. I felt like money was never really there, which also is masculine. Just like men, I felt like my dad was never really there. And I felt like money was never really there because that's what my parents taught me. And it felt really scary. And so, like, I had a really unhealthy relationship with men and money. There was so much fear. There was so much, like, fear of loss and being unsafe... And then on the one hand, wanting to cling onto it and hold on to it. And on the other hand, wanting to be hyper-independent and not needing it, if that makes sense. Not needing anyone, like not needing a partner who could potentially hurt me like my dad did, or not needing a lot of money because who needs a lot of money? Because a lot of money creates a lot of drama because that's what my parents always fought over, right? Like those kind of things. And so my coping strategy was control, trying to create this illusion of safety through control controlling my emotions, um, like being very much like I don't need anyone or anything. Um, and surrendering felt insanely unsafe for my nervous system. And then control became the survival mechanism or tool that would k- keep me going. And so men felt unsafe, money felt scars, and holding onto the solution of control that I can control everything around me, which obviously I can't, I can only control everything within me, but on around me that was my safety net and my nervous system back then also because i was working way too much to kind of numb the pain from losing my father um i was completely dysregulated like my adrenals were burned i was drinking too much coffee you babes already know that um i didn't know how to support my body in getting out of this fight or flight mode that i was in every single day 24 7 and so with men and money i kept falling into two major old survival patterns of trauma with men, it was keeping them at a distance, being hyper-independent, emotionally closed off. Like whenever it got a little bit more serious and I realized, oh, I actually like this guy and he actually likes me, it was like, I can't see you anymore, bye, like, literally like that. Horrible. To all the men whose hearts I broke, I'm sorry, I was not ready. I was not whole, because um, they were good men that I was dating. They were not all assholes. Some were, but not all of them. And then number two with money. I was holding on to money. I wasn't earning much, but I was holding on to it. I was saving every penny. I was always going for the cheapest option the supermarket. I was never treating myself to any like nice new clothes or um, experiences or health things like supplements or anything like that. Like uh, it was just not like I was just not worthy of it, it seemed like. And so the answer to all of this was in a nutshell, deep healing work, like the the work that I do today on myself and also with my clients that allowed me to finally surrender to my feminine. And as a result, then after doing that and still continuing to do that, I started monetizing love and wealth and a healthy, thriving body and soul sister friendships and all those things I always wanted. And I didn't see that that was the missing key. And I wish someone would have told me, but um, there was no one who told me because um, I wasn't in this field yet, I wasn't fully in it, and so for anyone who is going through that right now, just know that you're maybe there right now, and maybe you have a story, and this is your past, but you don't have to stay there, staying there is a choice, and getting out of there is also a choice, so what do you want to choose, right, if you want to attract a deeper level of love, a partner who just gets you, who still cherishes you, and does everything for you even years into the relationship whether you're single or taken right now if you want to attract more opportunities or for your business maybe align clients lots of money um without constantly being in the survival state of hustling and pushing and feeling like you need to be in control all the freaking time hustling yourself to the bone essentially like then you really need to learn how to drop into your feminine and really heal from within to receive your man to receive money, to receive all those things that you've been blocking, literally blocking, maybe without being um, consciously aware of it. Like I was not aware of it when I was doing it, when I was in it, right? So you need to learn to relax into your feminine, to unlock it, to receive this abundance of wealth that the universe has to offer for all of us, right? And that wants to bring it to you. Like the universe wants you to thrive, wants you to be healthy, wants you to be in love, Right? in the form of clients and aligned opportuni- opportunities and synchronicities, all of that. So if you took anything away from this episode, let it be that men and money are masculine energy. If you want more of it and a higher quality of it, you need to learn to be the opposite, like a magnet for it, right? And so in order for us to flow in harmony with that masculine energy, we need and like be in a dance with it. We need to have a healthy relationship with our own feminine energy and also that masculine energy within us, but especially in men and money and not get stuck trying to run our businesses or show up in our careers from forcing, which again, is masculine, but rather inviting that feminine flow in. And this is hard. Like it sounds easy. It's not easy based on my own experience at least. And so this is really about being able to co-create with the universe and um, right? Like to invite that ease into your life, to let things come to you and find you and manifest any opportunity that you desire. Like I have manifested the the craziest shit, the craziest shit in the past, Um, where I was like, no way, me? (laughs) Me? This? Wow. Okay. Um, That passionate love, healthy love, aligning clients, wealth, like certain people you want to meet, I don't know what it is for you, that crazy trip to wherever you want to go. Um, And so again, this is exactly what I shared inside of my most recent free masterclass, the art of attraction. Um, I did really share a lot about how exactly you can attract more money and a deeper level of romance through the art of feminine magnetism. Um, so make sure to check that out. The link is in the show notes if you haven't already. If you were signed up but Couldn't make it live, didn't watch the replay yet. Here's your reminder to do so because, again, we don't know when we will take it down. Um, Inside, you'll learn my four-step process to activate your feminine energy and manifest unlimited wealth, massive business expansion. This is great for those of you who have their own business. Um, And also deep romance. We're going into the five biggest mistakes that block you from attracting, how you become a match for more, um, and also the masculine structures you do need to you know like have your life and your business unlock um, and so in order to have your feminine actually thrive and flow in your life in your career, there is this feather light structure needed so we're not rejecting the masculine structure in ourselves in our own lives in our businesses because we need it to get out of hustle and into flow it's what holds the container And so I'm talking a bit about that as well. And also some behind the scenes of my business that I find are so gold. Um, Again, we're just scratching the surface in there, but it is so, so great to like get started and really start reflecting how this applies to your own life. And if you do desire though, to do this work in a live-led setting and have my eyes on you, your career, your love life, your healing, all of it. Then there's a couple of different ways. Um, there's three main ways actually right now. One is Thrive on Life, which you probably have heard of by now. It's a four-week mini mind um, on all things feminine energy, self-leadership, attracting deep romance, and really embodying your worthiness and your queen energy so that you can really learn how to attract those things that you want without pushing so hard or without feeling stuck or like nothing is working so I'll be sharing my signature approach to mastering the art of pleasure and passion and magnetism in all areas of life so that you can feel romance by your partner attract your soulmate feel fulfilled by your work and turned on and inspired and lit up by your everyday life right? We don't just live for the weekends. We don't just live for those holidays. Like for me, going on trips is nice, but it's not even necessary for me to have a happy life. Like it, it really isn't. And so inside we heal holistically together and expand beyond what we considered possible for ourselves. Um, we really get to that next level and um, learn to romanticize life and thrive through mastering the outer of family leadership in life, romance and career. Um, so that you're set up for your most aligned fun successful fulfilling year yet next year and you will start seeing the results whilst we're going through the program already um, so I'm really excited about it I actually decided to slightly revamp it and the curriculum as well um, and yeah so for all the details you can just head to the link in, uh, in the show notes um, you can learn more there I also have a story highlight um, that is called Thrive, where you can learn more or just DM me. As per usual, I love being my DMs every day. Um, it's a routine of mine, like when I'm starting my work day. And I really, really love to connect with you, vibes in there. Um, then there's also, obviously, still my Family Leadership Mastermind, the Family Leader. We're closing doors so soon, you guys. So, 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 so soon. So, And we won't be opening them in the next six or so months. So. If you want to be in this intimate, high touch, four month container with me and other ambitious and established female entrepreneurs who want more out of their lives, their careers, who want to make more money, have more impact, thrive in life, have more time, freedom, have a beautiful love and romance in their lives, and just create that success and make multi 6 figures a year without sacrificing their social lives and sanity, then this is the space for you. Um, this is one of my favorite containers to like really go deep because it's also longer term. And again, it's so intimate and high touch. So if you're not ready for a one-on-one yet, um, then this is really the space to be, um, if you feel like there's the next level and you are waiting for you. And then we obviously have my single one-on-one sessions. We also have my longer term containers over three and five months. The five month one is called the wealthy woman is really where you get a whole fucking life upgrade from the inside out um where I share with you how you can create wealth in all aspects of your life all aspects of life so we'll be covering business sure we'll be covering healing we'll be covering love we'll be covering optimal wealth and self-mastery and um, how you can really shift your identity how you can really really shift your identity if you're feeling like you've been doing well in the past but now you're stuck or now you're wanting to go to that next level faster, this is for you. There will be mindset and embodiment, healing work, um, as well as setting up all the systems you need for your life and business to run smoothly so that you can focus on living your most lit up life and having your love life being on fire and just really being the happiest version of yourself because that's what you deserve. And I love doing this work so, so much. I'm excited for all of those containers and all of the women joining. If you're one of them, then you can apply. Or again, just send me a DM. If you're unsure, which one is for you and with that, I'm going to let you babes go. Now uh, we're at the end of the episode. If you enjoy this episode, don't forget to rate this podcast by leaving some stars. I believe you can do so on Spotify and iTunes. This literally takes a second for you guys, but it makes a huge difference for me in the show. If you feel called to, you can leave a written review, even if it's just a sentence or two. Um, When you take a screenshot and send this to my team, we actually send you an exclusive resource resource that my clients are raving about as a thank you entirely for free so you can just send a screenshot to support and we'll send you a free gift which is fun because it's like kind of like a win-win um and uh, of course you can also share this the show on your stories you guys have been really really doing that lately which i'm so grateful for um because i love to have people spread the word about this because yeah, I really, really think there's so much medicine in those episodes, and we need more people to receive that medicine. So, um, of course, if you post a tag me so I can repost you and thank you and connect with you, and make sure to follow me on Instagram if you don't do that already, if you follow me through Spotify or Pinterest or Google or anything like that or through a recommendation, um, be subscribe to my weekly newsletters, you guys, because my Align and Accelerate newsletters are so loved by my email community. Um, and this way you just get more content in the meantime whilst the next episode is in the making um all is linked in the show notes as per usual and to get notified when the next episode goes live you can subscribe on either itunes or spotify so you never miss a beat you can click the bell icon on spotify um, to also get those um automatic downloads and um yeah this way you will always be notified when a new episode is ready for you Um, I also do want to remind you babes to leave some questions or even just comments really in the QA section. I'll be sure to respond to them in the beginning of the next episode. And um, yeah, you can already actually go in there right now if you want to and share what's been holding you back recently, what are your goals for this year, what are some obstacles and hurdles you want to overcome? Um, and also what's a topic you would love to learn more about that I haven't covered on this podcast show yet. I mean we're on episode 39, which is a little bit mind blowing to me. I've been very consistent with this um, since launching it in March. And um, yeah, if there's anything you want me to teach about or answer for you in a future episode, please also feel free to leave it um, in the Q&A or again, just send me a DM. Um, Yeah, as always, everything is linked in the show notes. So be sure to check those out. And I'm already looking forward to connecting with you babes in the next episode.